Sports Best Friends is proudly brought to you by PWA, the home of Australian pro wrestling. The next big show is on 30th of April at the Factory Theatre, Marrickville. See our local heroes, the Velo Cities, defend their PWA tag team belts against international stars Aussie Arrow, Kyle Fletcher, the Dunkzilla Mark Davis, together known as Aussie Open. Get your tickets at their website now. PWA, now we conquer. And the boys from Surplus City. Go and see Big Kahuna and Parramatta for all your camping needs. Just down from here to win. Find their website in our show notes too. Hello and welcome Hello. to Sports Best Friends. How are you, mate? What is up, sports best friends? How are you, good. This is, of course, a podcast <laughs> about football. As excited about football as Tommy Rodonicus was about Origin. Uh, we mourn, like the rest of the rugby league players, for the passing of such a man. And like all Hall of Famers, he passes now into the great coach's box of eternity, watching and affecting us mortals as one of the gods of rugby league. It will be unbelievable, and I think it. It probably would be a dream that we're chasing, and um, I just hope we go good. That was beautiful, Big T. Thanks, mate. And, Thanks, uh, mate. and uh, this is so fun for us so because often us you're the uh, person the, uh, driving the podcast, although you're, you're literally driving right now. I'm driving this podcast. Yeah, yeah it's, a big, it's an honour, mate. I am literally driving to work. Um, it's an honour to be here. We've, like, like you mentioned, you and I have uh, co-hosted a million episodes of Chasing Kangaroos yeah. together. Yeah. So... Um, it was nice to be invited to our sports best friends, man, especially after a great win by the Mighty Dragons last night. Well, that well, let, let's pretend that's what happened. Let's pretend that I knew the Tigers were going to lose and the Dragons were going to have an incredible win, and then I said, I, I want to put cards on. I mean, I, uh, I invited you on before that happened, but it was always a chance. Well, let, let's get to that in a sec. Let's get to that in a sec. Tell me about your weekend. Mate, I had a great weekend. Obviously, I uh, went out to Bankwest Stadium last night. Uh, the Mighty Dragons showed the rest of the NRL how to, uh, gave him a bit of a masterclass on how to pull apart para, which was really nice. Uh, but before that, I helped my brother-in-law move house, and I did a few other things around the house. So, pretty boring weekend up until uh, the high of last night. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, uh, I also should point out the views are our own. I'm recording these views in the Blocker Locker. You're recording them in the mobile Chasing Kangaroo Studios. Uh, it's such a big, such a big studio these, these days, days. There is an echo. I don't know if you can hear that, but we can definitely hear it. Can uh, can my voice is having twice. twice. Uh, sorry about that, uh, but yeah, okay. driving along and uh, driving to work. Yeah, so sorry. Hopefully the, the listeners find it okay. I also had a fantastic weekend. I was at Leichhardt Oval yesterday, and for the women's game and the men's game, and so that was a we dragged a great win. I'll get to that soon, but we dragged a great win and then looked terrible. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Friday. And the Panthers have stolen it. Let's do Culture Club versus Clap, clap, mate. That's Penrith versus Canberra. At Butsy888. Jerome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, I like that. That's so good. And Jerome Lulawai is continuing to be... You know, borderline, if borderline, not the if best 5-8 in the comp. 
I wouldn't be shocked to see him play Origin this year, yeah. the way he's going. Yeah. Like, everyone talks about, or everyone has been talking about Cleary for the last few years, and I think he's just kind of been in the background going, you know what, like, I can be as good, if not better, and I'm just going to let let the talking happen on the field. He's been fantastic. And, he, and I think there was a, I read a t- tweet somewhere, someone saying that, you know, they haven't seen someone just really not give a crap. Yeah. In yeah. the best possible way since Benji 2005, he just did whatever he wanted against Canberra, and it was really nice to watch. That's a good analogy. A I haven't thought, thought of that one. They are kind of similar yeah, in there. They just do what they need. They've got Scott Prince, Dash, Nathan Cleary, you know, playing a straight game, kicking game. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then just a wild brand. Well, they are Cleary and We always Everyone talks about how you need one half that steers the ship and one half that does whatever they want, and they are the perfect example of that. And um, it's just really nice to see. Like the, the Panthers are just looking amazing, and I'm, I'm a bit scared of them. T. I don't want to play them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. You're the only team at the moment who probably can beat them. I don't know about that, but uh, we got very lucky. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that game too. At Braden J. Brady said, "When C and K went off, so did the Raiders' chances of winning this game." Uh, and I, I think that's a good summation, Braden. C and K is so important for them. Yeah, definitely. They started well, didn't they, Canberra? Yeah. You know, yeah. after that, after that try got disallowed, um, it sort of went went back the other way. But it's it is tough, man. You got to play a full 80 minutes against the Panthers, and it doesn't matter who's on, who's off. Every team, like there, there are injuries and mm. happening in every mm. game, and it's unfortunate. And it just depends on, like, again, I'll talk about. I'm going to talk about my Dragons a lot, Big T. But you know, we had a player sent from the field at one stage in Sims, and you just got to muscle up and and do your best for the rest of the game. So it's um. It's just part of the game at the moment, and uh, yeah, Pan- Panthers were way too good, man. The um, the um, having a try disallowed and the momentum moving is something we'll come back yeah, to in just a sec. At Jack K. Cronin wrote, I love Jordan Rapana with all of my heart, but I will never want to see him play anywhere except wing in the first grade again. That poor guy was out on his feet. Well, you you've got Luai running at you full yeah. steam ahead yeah. and you, you don't know where to look especially if you don't regularly play fullback like it is tough like I think it's the hardest position on the field yeah. when there's yeah. a bomb when there's a bomb and there's a good chase like you don't want to be there I wouldn't anyway and um, he I think Rapana just had a look which met most you know uh, most fullbacks would do and yeah he, it was it looked pretty bad um, for him unfortunately. And his fitness, and his fitness uh, understandably, uh, understandably, isn't the same as a fullback's one. I think they were also, down, they were also down, down on injured, injured players, but there were times where he would take a hit up and then he was just on his haunches. Yeah. It was hectic. I, I've never seen a professional uh, player look, like look like that. So yeah. I, I hope he's yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Gore? Gore? Was it 30 to 10? Well done, sir. And I've got this one from at Pythagoras. Ah, fantastic. Uh, Another Titanic another top titanic eight battle top decided, eight decided by, by squints. squints. Only 20 points. Only 20 points. <laughs> now, you yeah. and I briefly yeah, touched on this at uh, Chasing Kangaroos uh, last week that there is a big ground swell against this brand of PVL ball. How are you feeling about it after that week? It has its pros and cons, hey, because we mentioned like Luai doing whatever the hell he wants. You wouldn't get that if it wasn't for some of these rules, if like we're, we're, we're losing that struct, those structured halves and those structured plays in favour of more like flamboyant football, which we like to see. And I'd, look, I think we need to give 
PVL ball a little more time. Mm. Um, yeah. I think that, that all the teams just need to get up to speed and get up to fitness. If if this is still happening by the end of the year, then it's like, okay, we may have made a mistake. But until then, I think we just got to give everyone a chance to sort of catch up. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Speaking of unfair, Speaking though, of unfair at cynical at underscore cynical on board. On Poor, sponsor, uh, poor sportsmanship by the at Penrith Panthers harassing Joe Carpenny to rub it in as they scored while he was minding his own business, waiting to come onto the field. Really poor form. And then at Mark uh, M underscore Lux responded with way too cocky from them and Penrith fans mocking the Viking clap. Really, really poor sportsmanship. Penrith are becoming the new manly. Now, look, I don't, I don't agree particularly with M Lux. I've kind of liked the Viking clap thing. I thought that was silly and... The fact that they could get a whole fan group to to troll, you know, with one particular way was, you know, well orchestrated. But the um, Tarpon one, I also couldn't believe that that a huge fight ended up starting just because one idiot pulled in Joe Harpenny just to annoy him and just to annoy everyone else. They were already winning. There was was nothing that they were going to gain from that other than looking like they were a bit of D-bags. And it's weird because there are a couple of teams that people love. Like, I think people's... Uh, love and hate for teams shifts purely on players. You and I often talk about how that American thing about him follow players. Well, Australians like to think we don't, but now that I think Melbourne will slowly become a very popular team, or everyone's third or fourth team, with their incredible left edge and no Cameron Smith, no Ben Slater. Uh, the Roosters have also lost Jake Friend and some other niggly um, players like uh, Jared Rear Hargraves is on the bench. And so with them, Victor Radley, Tedesco, all of those people, Brett Morris, they're also not becoming as hated. Um, Brisbane losing all the time means they're just not as universally hated. Not, not saying that they're not popular teams they're yet, popular but teams yet, you can see that their perception is changing. I'm worried that things like this from Penrith will actually make the time they get to the finals. They won't be a particularly popular team like they were last year or the year before. Well, they were the underdogs last year, and when you're an underdog, everyone everyone backs you. It's it's the team you're playing versus everyone else when you're the underdog. Mm. So it's um it's a bit like that. Panthers now, I think they've achieved a status like under only undefeated side left. They had a great season last year, bar the grand final and maybe the semi-finals. They sort of you could see them sort of petering out towards the end, but. They deserve to be hated at the moment. And I think if you're a Panthers fan, you deserve to be cocky. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I agree with what they did. But it reminds me a little bit of growing up watching um, WWE wrestling. And you always had that. I think it's really important. And we miss out on it in our sport a lot. I used to see it a lot with Anthony Mundine. And he was sort of like... People... He was like slammed for doing things like this, but I think we need to see more heels and faces in the yes. game, good guys yes. and bad guys. I don't have an issue with that as long as you can back it up. And I think the Panthers, they can certainly back it up. So if they want to be the bad guys, all, all the more power to them. I think the other great thing about that is The Rock. I love your your, your analogy because The Rock was happy to be the heel and became one of the most popular wrestlers you know, of, of the yeah, 21st of the century, 21st pretty much, century, pretty even much, though he was the heel, that was incredible. And so, so, you know, I guess the yeah, Panthers, Panthers, I'm sure, Panthers would love to be the rock of this situation. <laughs> they would be. Everyone would love to be the rock. Yeah. <laughs> in the Rugby League Garden of Eden. Sunday, we've got Halcyon Tigers versus Saints. Now, the Halcyon Tigers are, of course, the West Tigers women's team. They're a... 
And I say housing because, say housing because it's, it's a term it's I only ever hear in rugby league where they talk about the golden time of football. And women's rugby league at the moment has no six again, has no video rest. So it looks very much like you're looking back into the early 90s, particularly where you're standing at Leichhardt Oval. Um, and so they played the Saints. It was a fantastic game. Uh, I don't expect you to have, to have watched it because I think you need to have watched it on NRL TV if you're going to watch it. But Tigers in control pretty much the entire game. We'd scored four tries to one after 45 minutes, and it's a 70-minute game. But then um, the Saints came back. They scored two very late tries and 10 minutes to go. There was only four points in it, and we did a huge amount of defending. Uh, and then the girls were fantastic, they were fantastic. Um, to end up winning 20-16. But I wanted to give a massive shout-out to Jayrana Huaya. And Jayrana, please get around me when to tell me how to actually pronounce that. Uh, she had 41 tackles, played the 70 minutes. She's like 20. She's absolutely fresh in this competition. Um, she recently won, or 2019, she won the Lynn Zamet Memorial Female Player of the Year in Penrith. So it's just, I wanted to highlight that there is a real pathway and, and the women's competition is doing such a fantastic job with it. She's now in our West Tigers playing excellently. And so, so great to have her here. It's funny you mention all of that Halcyon Day stuff mm. as I was mm. driving past the old Balmain Leagues Club. Oh, cute! Oh, cute! It, it, uh, it was meant to be, this conversation. <laughs> um, and good, I mean, they beat the Saints, so, you know, that sucks for me. But good to see the, the, the Tigers, the, the Tigers women's team have been such a breath of fresh air. They've done so well for a couple of years now, and I think you, you would obviously agree, Big T, like the, the NRLW needs expansion soon. I want at least, you know, if we had two more teams, I want one to be from outside of New South Wales. Yeah. But yeah. I think Sydney needs one more team, and I think it needs to be in the West. And, um, you know, there's probably a front runner there. If you were doing it solely doing on, social it media, on social media, the West Tigers, the West Tigers uh, women's uh, social media is social one of the best. One of the best. Yeah, I get more yeah, information get more about information what's happening generally in women's rugby league just through their one account. So big shout out to them. Your mighty Versace's versus others. Now, the Versace's was a nickname given... Uh, uh, I can't remember who it was by now. It was on Twitter because we've got Luciano Lelua. And uh, who's the other Italian-sounding first name in the forwards? And so then because of that, they were called the Versace's. I love it. There's only one tweet I'm going to say about the game. It comes from at Matt's underscore sport. Uh, he's, yep. a, he's a good friend of both of us. He tweeted, never he tweeted, boo, your, never own boo team. your own team. That's the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was pretty feel, harsh, that was I thought. Harsh, How do you feel, man? Because I, I, I must confess I didn't get to watch this game because I was driving yeah. out to Bank West. Yeah. Um, so, but I did watch some highlights. Um, the Cowboys were great. Like that first try. Oh, uh, my God. Um, the hammer. Like, I haven't... I haven't had the pleasure of watching enough of him play footy, uh, but I'm, I'm going to pay attention because that was sensational. And he might be the fastest man in the world. Sorry, Josh Adokar. <laughs> but the hammer was incredible. And uh, the Cowboys were good. And I don't know why beforehand the bookies gave the Cowboys such a start because, like, I know they haven't had a great start to the season, but neither have the Tigers. And I felt it should have been a little more even. 
Um, I thought if this was a chance for them to get their win, this was it. Because I don't remember, you will know better than IT, but when was the last time the Tigers have won a game starting as favourites? No, that's no, that's a fantastic that's question. Fantastic. It probably won in the last fifteen, and I'm and that's exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. They don't, terrible. they don't start well as favourites. And but back to the booing thing, like I've felt like booing my team many times throughout my lifetime, and especially in recent times. Like, and I don't know how you feel about it, but like I don't, you don't want to boo guys if they're trying their best. And I think the Tigers came back, and you know the, the comeback was they nearly ended up winning at the end. I think. 34 to 30 was the score but um, I just think like if you're a passionate supporter you're entitled to want better from your club when you're giving your time and your money and your support to them on a weekly basis for your entire life pretty much I think you're entitled to demand better but I just don't know if doing them is the way to show that yeah, I'm. I'm a yeah, bit stuck I'm, on I'm it too. I, 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 bel- I would never do it, and I don't know why. I don't know how to justify this spot. I think maybe booing for me is a way bigger thing than I can uh, verbalise. I just feel like it's the worst kind of insult you can give someone performing. Um, there's no way that that team wasn't trying. I, I wouldn't have thought. It's just we were ambushed by a team that we didn't think could ambush anyway. So. They used the hammers, fidei to bow, hammer side fidei to bow. His speed so well, and watching that game, I was thinking, why on earth don't all teams do this? Why have why have they not been using the hammer speed every game? Because um, they, they do what they do without a car in Melbourne. They, they've started to do it with a hammer, so smart. Um, that hammer try, though, we're going to get to that in the Wowments, but I also watched that and uh, it was. Surrounded by Tiger fans, and, and just had to say, you know, in a mournful you know, tone, it was so good, it was so beautiful. I'm so glad to watch it. was in the corner that I was sitting in. Just a shame that um, it was an orange, black, and white shirt chasing it. Um, look, I think that try that was disallowed, that where James Roberts was uh, obstructing, I, I didn't get to see it very clearly because the, the TV screen was on the far side of the oval. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe. NRL referees, so I'm sure it was a, um, I'm sure it was an obstruction, but that changed everything. The entire stadium, I kept shouting, it's happening, it's happening. Like people around us were, were hugging. We really felt like that comeback was on because the way we were playing and the way the cows were playing, um, it really felt like the comeback was on. And because that was a penalty, then they kicked the ball down the other end of the field. PVL ball means that it's really hard to stop any kind of um, for, forward momentum. You, you almost always make it down the end of the field. And we didn't have the goal line defence to prevent defense them scoring back. Them so, we back. Went from so we went from all that momentum, that it's now 24-26 kick to come to 32-20, oh, um, you know, eight minutes to go. It was just, and that deflated. You could, you could feel the deflate, the 10,000 plus people there. And that must have had some kind of visceral effect on the um, 13 guys in the field. The comeback is harder. It's going to make it even more sweeter when, when a team does come back. Um, we had a similar situation in the Dragons Power game where Power had a try disallowed, and it was probably a five or six, the, the only five or six minute period in the game where they were on top of us. And, and granted, we did have a player in the sin bin, but you could see the momentum starting to shift. Mm. That play try was disallowed, and then we got back on top, and Sims came back on the field, and we, we ended up winning quite comfortably. But um, it is. You know, the disallowed try is difficult, especially when you're mounting a comeback. You need everything you can get. 
the way the game's played at the moment. And it results in a penalty. Results in a penalty. That's the hardest disallowed try, try when... If you, it's just if balls just held up, you get able to play the ball. That's a much easier than the other team gets the ball, they get to kick it away. Anyway. At Martin score, Aaron tweeted, if you didn't expect this scoreline, do you even West Tiger? Because... And that harks back to your <coughs> comment about if they're favourites, um, what do you do? I mean, I was at the Orange Grove Hotel beforehand with a whole bunch of people, uh, some of them West Tigers fans, some of them just there for the atmosphere. And uh, they were so confident. And no West Tiger fan there was confident. Um, and genuinely not confident. And, uh, and so that was right. We were, we were, we were, we were, we were not supposed to be confident. <coughs> oh my goodness, sorry. I did have a lot of beers in there. Creeping up into my throat. Salah versus Commies. The reason we're all on the phone. At JC Red V4. Did Ravalava get man of the match? Guy was superhuman tonight. Breathing fire. I love Ravalava. I think he's one of my favourite players. And I am... Um, a couple of years ago, I was questioning him in our first grade squad yeah. because he, yeah. he used to make a lot of mistakes and he'd score good tries every now and then, but he'd make two mistakes for every try and he just he had like soapy hands and just he couldn't catch a ball. But I'm I think now and he showed last night that out of the you know all the great Fijian wingers mm. going around, mm. he's the best. We've got the best Fijian winger. He did it against Sevo. He murdered people last night mm. like mm. it's to the point where like not only is attack do you have to worry about him in attack but in defense oh. He, oh. like he gored people and you as like an as an inside center coming across trying to link up with your winger you're watching him coming at you he forced like three or four errors yeah just because yeah. the guys are scared of getting tackled by him like he's a machine and I think he's my favourite player at the moment. I just love watching him play, Mr. Ravalava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, uh, people always complain people about always wingers complain rushing about in and things like that. And I get that. But also, wingers but also rushing wingers in rushing provides us some of the greatest the highlights we've ever seen. Ever seen. Um, he um, was great at that. And, but, but you're right. We saw AJ Brimson versus Ponga, that fullback battle earlier in the weekend. And that was a great one. That was a great matchup between the two positions. And then we saw it in this one. Where we, two wingers really going at it. It's fantastic. You know, you know <laughs> speaking of wingers going at it, what was great and what was potentially a mismatch was the other side. Because we had Chef Ramsey on, on our wing up against, <laughs> up against Fergo. And Fergo's twice the size of yeah. Ramsey. Yeah. But Ramsey like, showed him the sideline two or three times. He cleaned him up a few times. He caught high balls against him a few times. He had a bit of help from, from Bird on the inside, who are forming a great like defensive partnership. But I was really impressed by Ramsey's defense, considering he was marking a man twi literally twice his size for 80 minutes. It was really nice to watch. It was actually really nice to watch our defense across the park mm. last night. Mm. Beautiful, especially from the high stands at Bankwest Stadium. You can really see the beautiful umbrella defense formation. That um that just nullified the the, the uh, Eels outside backs. It was it was a thing of beauty, mate. It gave me a little rugby league boner. It was great. Yeah, hard stat. Yeah, hard <laughs> the uh, the next the, two tweets uh, are about your, about your back line because it's just, it's just I'm just obsessed I'm with your back line. Back at back Trev781. If Zach Lomax doesn't Zach play Lomax Origin doesn't this play year, Origin this we year. need new selectors. We need new selectors. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. 
I've got a nickname, a new nickname that I came up with uh, for Zach Lomax last night because of his um, his wonderful kicking, pinpoint accuracy. It's a uh, Hazamel Zachary. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. He like doesn't miss goals. And it's so nice to have one of those players because well, I don't think we've ever really had. Jamie Soward was quite good, mm. and Jamie mm. Soward's probably the man teaching, like giving mm. him some pointers mm. and training. To be honest, uh, which makes a lot of sense. But oh, man, Zach can do no wrong right now, and he's a future captain of the club for sure. Oh wow! So oh, many wow. big takes. So many big takes. Glad yeah, you're on the pod. At Potty, uh, sorry, at Buddy Watson Twelve. Amazing victory from the Dragons. Gritty, hard hitting defence. Happy to see Jack Bird healthy and Dufty making fullback his own. I I love Dufty at the moment. When he's on, he's really on. And Jack Bird was obviously so great for Cronulla. And then he disappeared in Brisbane due to injuries. But seeing his little face last night, running around, putting on shots, constantly tackle breaking. He's got that Tedesco vibe where he just always seems to be tackled and then he pops back out somehow. So he was another one. When we... When we brought him across, I was a little concerned because, because of the injury, mm. what worries more than anything else. I know he's a good player, but it's just how how many games can he string together. But he's been close to buy of the season so far. He reminds me a lot of Bo Scott in that he's like defensively very intimidating and strong, but he's also a better, more attacking centre than Bo Scott. Bo Scott was obviously a back role playing centres for us. Yep. So he's got yep. a bit more attacking flair to him, and he's played halves, and he can he can do no do no wrong at the moment. Um, Bird, I think, uh, yeah, close to buy of the season for mine so far. He's been incredible to watch, and like I said, he's helped Ramsey out in defence, and he just he just makes us look better. Like we're all of a sudden, no matter which way we go, you got Lomax and Rava on yeah. one side, yeah, you got Bird and Ramsey on the other side. Dufty chiming in, I think in the post match conference, um, Hook Griffin was talking he said it was really funny because i asked him about dufty and if you if he was happy with duff and he said look he it was very good very candid he said he needs to improve which he does but he said he's he's we know he's got speed we know he can he's got great attacking flair but he's just learning the finer points of being a fullback now mm. and mm. i think you can see that and it's it's it is good because duff's another one i've under under our old coach Dufty was one that I sort of questioned. He didn't really know his place. Mm. I think he knows that now. He's got confidence from his coach. And um, I'm, I'm happy with him at the moment. Well, they're all singing. Well, they're all singing. Seven to yeah. one. Seven to one. <laughs> you've got when, yeah, um, got when um, Ben Hunt, who I've ben always rated. He's playing, I mean, he's injured at the moment, but he's, he's playing really, really well. But you, your bloke Kloon is also great. Corey Norman goes hot and cold. He's really hot at the moment for you guys um, this year. So then, with that amazing fight in the back, it's a, I'm not at all surprised to see you guys winning so well. Yeah, Normie's been great. Kloon has been great back up for Hunt. Kloon's going to find, I think Kloon's in a bit of trouble um, after his HIA. So I don't know if we might need to find another half next week if Hunt's not back. But we've got we've got Sullivan in the reserves, right. who I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. But he to me in my mind is gonna be something special if he can keep developing the way he is. So I'm hoping he might get a shot if um if Clune and Hunt are unavailable next week. I hope we get to unveil Sullivan, which could be interesting against the Warriors. Score? Score? Uh, 30, no, what was it? 26 to 12. Oh, nailing these. <laughs> At Dr. George At 15. <clears throat> Mighty NRL Dragons are in the top four. So many experts predicted they'd be getting the wooden spoon. Now, I chucked that in one because I knew you'd be on here and you'd, you'd want to hear that you're in the top four. 
but also I was an expert saying that you were in the coming last or second last. So I just wanted to also put it on record that I'm sorry, Cubs. Even if you guys do now come last, there was a period of time where you were way better than I ever gave you credit. So congratulations. No need to apologise. I didn't give us much of a chance this year either. I just sort of was kind of like, let's wait and see. Um, new coach, but pretty much the same team. Let's see what he can do with it. And he's done wonders. I uh, know. Look, it's great to see. For me, I was surprised last night. I know we were coming off three in a row before last night, but we hadn't really faced any of those top six sides that are like the first division um, of the NRL, as I call it. Uh, but so to to come close to Parramatta last night would have been a victory. The, the way we played was incredible. It's only round five, so like I'm not buying finals tickets yet, but hopefully we can keep it up and hopefully we can cause some more shock wins as well as the season continues. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. Well, one thing we love to say here is that social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people and there is no better example of that than Vic, Vic Victoria R. I think she's now changed her Twitter handle, but uh, Victoria R. has sent in um, her own recording of her favourite bits of Twitter this week. What a massive legend. I hope this happens more and more. So thanks, Victoria R. Take it away. Hey guys, this is Victoria. Many of you would know me over on Twitter as yeah, the Vic. Uh, not long ago, I sent out a tweet basically asking the NRL community to share their most controversial opinions about the game. Uh, and I got some really funny responses, but also some thought-provoking responses. So I thought I'd jump on and share my favorites. I don't agree with all of them, but some of them were really funny or they got a really good response and some of them just stirred the pot really well. So I, I thought... Hey, why not? Why not give them a shout out? <laughs> okay, the first that I loved was Penrith are more arrogant having won nothing than Easts were after their back to back. And that was shared by at Don Sun Sunday. Uh, I like that one because it's basically true. At <laughs> uh, Arlex Panda said the game would be better off if Origin fucked off. <laughs> I just like the way they said it. <laughs> Uh, Sharks Obsessed said Andrew Johns was just Chad Townsend in a semi-professional farmer's era. <laughs> that got some good responses. R. Martin 4960 said the Penrith Panthers are everyone's second favorite team, uh, which got some real um, funny responses. And I think many people took the bait, not getting that he was obviously just stirring the pot. <laughs> uh Trent Slats said the McIntyre system was the elite finals format. I had to share this one just because it is so bad. <laughs> the Cumberland throw um, said this is filth. And I loved that response. Uh, sea Eagle Spur said Ryan Pappenhausen is Matt Dufty in a good team. <laughs> it's just not true. Um, Sharks RCB said the first team to jump to Perth will become a powerhouse, but no one is game. <laughs> And then my favorite, um, well, not my favorite, but my final favorite was regularly wrong. Funny, funny username. Regularly wrong said Junior Polo is the best half in the world. As a Parramatta fan and a Junior Polo fan, I have to agree. <laughs> so those were some of my favorites. I actually got a lot of really funny responses and some genuinely good ones where people just threw around opinions about who's the goat of the game, who's better than Andrew Johns versus Darren Lockyer and Jonathan Thurston, such and such. And it was really fun to have everyone share their opinions and uh, some quite wholesome responses as well. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff, NRL community. 
as always. I'll see you on Twitter. The Wowmans of the Week are brought to you by Trophy Land. Trophy Land is the number one place to get all your trophy needs. Medals, trophies, awards, personalized and professional. Find their website in the show notes. Say hi to K-Bay for me. He'll give you 10% off if you bring up Big T or call him K-Bay. He'd find that hilarious and so wants to give you some money. Now, have you got a trophy story? Have you ever had anything to do with the golden boot? the honour of um, being part of the selection panel for the last iteration of the Golden Boot. Of course, there wasn't one last year because we only had one Rugby League International in the men's and a couple in the women's, so they didn't give away Golden Boot Awards in 2020. But in 2019, I was part of the um, selection panel who um, gave the Golden Boot to uh, Jess Sergis and uh, RTS. I love, I love that love, story, so love much. That story so much. And it ties beautifully into Trophy Land because they were the trophy place that engraved them uh, and sent them back out. So they're an excellent trophy place. Now, the Wowmans, while you think about yours, uh, at Gilby underscore Gillard tweeted, their Wowman is the Hammers try for the Cows, brackets, sorry, at the Biggest Tiger. No, man, I get it. Football's fantastic. And so Fido running that fast to then pinpoint kick um, over the top, um, over or do, the to top. run around to David Nafaluma, who's no slouch, and then to perfectly time and place that kick so that Dane Laurie can get him. Fantastic try. Great wowman. My wowman is the North Queensland Cowboys tweeted a quote from Michael Morgan. He said, thank you to my family for always supporting me. Without them, I wouldn't have had this career I've had. It's so sad that Michael Morgan and Jake Friend have both had to medically retire. Yeah, it's, um, it is a bit it is a bit crazy, like Morgan. I feel like we didn't get to see him at his best, and 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 friend, we friend came a, came a bit left field as well. You could sort of see him going on and on and on, a la Cam, Cam Smith. But he, um, you know, the time comes on everyone, and unfortunately, we don't get to choose how we go out sometimes, and uh, it, it sucks to see two greats go out in that fashion. But you know, we should celebrate their their awesome careers as well. Jake Friend has been Jake playing for a thousand years. He played in Melbourne Storm. You know, in the late noughties, and, and so he's won a bunch of premierships. He's been cooked, you know, every time he's played, or every season that I can remember the last five seasons, there's been some major injury. So he's made heaps of sense. Michael Morgan, I agree with you. We saw maybe Pete Morgan 2015 and then 2018, whenever they went on that incredible run um, where JT was out and, and they still made it all the way to the grand final. That was Pete Morgan. That was Pete Morgan. Oh, sorry, you were gonna say? We never, oh, sorry, you were gonna say. We never got to see him as he at his best as the main man. Yeah. Like he played yeah. very well as second fiddle to Thurston, which was probably a role he enjoyed. But when it came time to be the main man, he was always injured or there was issues. So we didn't get to. I don't think, and I think he could have done a great job barring injuries, but we just didn't get a chance to see that, and it kind of sucks because he could have been. Could have been one of the great smokes. Yeah, and I just feel yeah, like he's still, like still body-wise and mentally-wise. Body I, I had no idea that he was no this close to retirement. I, I really, yeah, like I you, really thought that he could have been one of these veterans. Um, you, know, you know, almost a Benji Marshall. I'm playing into my late thirties or Mitchell Pearce, early late thirties, someone's sorry, early to mid thirties, where 
you know, yeah, he's no, helping direct yeah, the team around. Direct team around. Yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah, and real and shame. that flick and in, that the flick in the 2015 grand final, I'll never get sick of watching. So good. Such great football. I wouldn't be surprised to see Morgan pop up as a coach somewhere eventually because he's got the brain and he probably doesn't want to leave the game the way he has. So. Wowman? What's your Wowman? What's your Wowman? Uh, it's hard. I don't know if it's a wow. Uh, my Wowman, I liked the, are we talk, uh, my Wow moment was the little, um, the little flick pass from, who was it, the full, the Panthers fullback to, to the winger. Did you see that? It was just a little, very small moment in their game. Crichton flick pass to Staines. Ooh. And it was just really nice. But in terms of tweets... All the Tommy Radonikus love has been really nice just yeah. to call back to the start of the episode with you, mate. But you, I'm not yeah. going to point one. There's some really nice um, touching tweets from the Jets and the Magpies and all the fans and the Tigers as well. And um, it was just such a... So loved in the game, you know. So we talk about... We talked about heels and faces of wrestling earlier yes. on, and Tommy was probably both, yes. depending on which side of the border you're from. And, um, you know, when we're talking about characters of the game... I don't know if there was, there's one that stands out more in my mind. So all the all the all the tweets, all of them collectively, all the tweets about Tommy. Um, yeah, that's my wowment tweets of the week, mate. That's great because. That's great because. One thing that I've realised reflecting over this week is that he was such a grubby, win at all costs, particularly in a time where the the cost was whatever he wanted. Like you could almost do whatever you wanted on field, and he did heaps of it. So for him to be so, so universally, be so universally loved, loved means he must have been such an incredible such bloke, an incredible off, the bloke field, off the field um, to be um, such a crazy such bloke a on the field and still so universally loved. And so, yeah, that was a great one, Carbs. Good thinking, mate. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people like Michael Carboni on Chasing Roos and Chasing Kangaroos podcast. Or, and or. The Messenger Rugby the messenger uh, RL, RL, who officially, RL, officially provide each episode, provide each episode. some cover art, some find them on Insta, Twitter, Twitter, and in the show notes. How can people find How Chasing Roos or Chasing Kangaroos? <laughs> Mate, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chasing Roos Pod. We've also got Chasing Roos on Twitter as well, which is our website, chasingroos.com, coming soon. Uh, merchandise for International Rugby League fans. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Ruse, and you can find us on YouTube at Chasing Ruse TV. That's so right. plenty of ways to That's find right. us, and obviously you can also listen to, to me and Big T every week on the Chasing Kangaroos podcast, and which I absolutely love doing with you, big man. Oh, thanks. It would no, be thanks. very would hard be for me to believe if you followed either of my Instagrams or Twitter and you didn't know something about Chasing Roos considering it's one of my favourite parts of Rugby League. But let's just give it a shout in case, you know, you know, listening to this podcast, you know, on social media. Appreciate it. Thanks, Cub. Ernie, have a great Thanks, rest of your day at work, sir. You too, mate. Talk soon. Okay, ciao. Okay, ciao. Bye. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love you. Uh, are you almost at work, uh, or are you sitting in the car? I am literally at the lights before I turn into the car park at work. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> that was the best. Like, that was so perfect. That love was it. so good. Love it. <laughs> All right. And I really was driving past Balmain Leagues when you, when you mentioned um, the women's Tigers team. It was so cool. <laughs> Beautiful.